Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Central Texas Life with Ann Harder. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Central Texas Life. You know, there was a new type of theater that was born right at the start of the pandemic, March of 2020. And it's my privilege to introduce you to Braden Brazil, who's one of the co-founders of a Silent House Theater. Yeah, hi. This is this is um, well, any kind of theater arts, any kind of any kind of creative arts that's expanding in Central Texas is a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me how you and your co-founder Colin yeah, Selman, Selman. kind of came up with this idea. Well, we um, we had nothing going on during the pandemic. That's right. People I was were at sitting home. Around. I was working at a school at the time, and so I was at home because the schools were closed down, and we weren't busy at all. He was home as well, and so we decided it was a very simple thought of we want to put on a play, and we talked to our closest friends. We've been doing theater as long as we could remember. That's how we met, and we decided that we wanted to put on A Streetcar Named Desire, which is a big show, a Tennessee Williams production. Yeah, that's a major show. It is. And we put it up in our living room because we couldn't get in anywhere because everything was closed down. So we started with pushing all the furniture back and doing uh, production in our living room and rehearsing. We finally got a place at the Jubilee Theater. And they were so good to us because the space wasn't open. So they said you can leave your set here, you can leave your stuff here and use this space because we're not going to be well, having... Well, that's good. That makes it easier for Absolutely. staging a show yep. if you don't have to keep taking Love all everything. your stuff out every oh, time. yeah. And so we got to use that space for over a year because... Did you really? Yes, because the we ha- we kept having to push the performance dates back because, because of COVID. Of COVID. Yep. Mm-hmm. So when we finally got to perform A Streetcar Named Desire, it was a year after we had started. And we were not Silent House at that point. We were we really didn't have a name. I think we said we were the Waco Drama Troupe. But that was because we didn't, we just had to pick a name. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so after that happened, and it went really well, we realized that there was a market for this in Waco, and we decided to incorporate a Silent House. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, uh, Jubilee Theater really is a, it's a nice little venue it is. For, for smaller productions. Absolutely. But this showed you there's a a hunger oh yeah for more theater Mm -hmm. in central texas so let's move the waco civic theater of course is just you know going gangbusters yeah and has been just lots of productions now and so forth uh so you're kind of now using their space we are correct Mm -hmm. for a show that will well this is premiere day yes (laughs) as a matter of premiere day yes so heather's the musical will open tonight 
at the Waco Civic Theater and will run this week and weekend at the Waco Civic. Well, so let's talk about Heather's, the musical, and where, and where you've come uh, as Silent House. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how many people do you have involved with, you know, basically running your, um, your theater company? So Colin and I are the co-founders. Mm-hmm. He is a f- fantastic director. He directs a lot of the shows that we do. He has such a good eye. and he. But he is also a performer. He is a fabulous actor. I usually am on the acting side. Uh, whether I'm a lead character or an ensemble character, I don't really care. I just like to perform. I just like to be there. <laughs> but I'm also always behind the scenes. So all of the production side There's is... There's always work to do. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, also in our team is Alex Blanton. She is a Wacoan as well. She is our interpreter for the deaf so we make sure that all of our shows are interpreted for the deaf community and she's big big in that and she also does our social media and she is a performer as well we also have ryan kirby he is a performer director production piper mcdonald so our, our team is growing but it's it's still very very tight knit, you know, and so we have our weekly meetings and discuss what needs to happen and how to grow and how to be something that wicko hasn't seen yet well, and, and the silent house part, is that an offshoot, the name of your desire to make theater more accessible to the hearing impaired? It is. I really hadn't thought about it yeah. until I was reading about your Yes, yeah, so your plan. It, silent house has two different meanings. Uh, one of them is exactly what you just said. It is our accessibility avenue. We want to make sure that we include our, our deaf audiences as well. And we also have a place for them if they want to be in a show, if they want to perform, if they want to be uh, on the production side, that we can we can ha- make that happen. We also, we, we like the name as well because our goal for every single show is to have what we call a silent house moment where the house, the audience, the actors, the technicians, everyone involved is so silent that you could hear a pin drop because they're all locked in into that present moment. And so we call that the silent house moment. Yeah, and theater has a way of doing that. Yes. It, yeah. it gives you those rare opportunities really in modern day life because we're yep. so busy and mm-hmm. hectic and noise. Absolutely. Yeah. And our goal, I mean, because you, Everybody has gone to shows where they're thinking about what they have to do next or they want to check yeah. their phone. We want to create an atmosphere where the audience, that, that thought isn't even crossing their mind. They're so locked in. All right, let's talk about Heather's then. Tell me yeah. about, now, it, this is an, an adult's show, yes, correct? I definitely. mean, there's some strong language, I understand. Definitely, yes. It is, you know, Silent House, we, we are not your everyday theater we like to push boundaries in every way possible. And so we, we actually got to know, I, I saw the musical Heathers back when I was in 2017. So when I was still in high school, I saw it and mm-hmm. loved it. But it is definitely a raunchy, adult, <laughs> dirty show. Um, I would say that, yeah, it needs to be, you know, parents, if you want to bring your kids, make sure they know that it's dealing with, we've got language, we've got uh, the content is a dark and adult. So just be aware. But it's a fabulous script, and we're so excited to be doing it. Oh, what, what you have a favorite thing about it, a character, a favorite song? Oh, my gosh. Oh, I love, there's a song called, uh, well, the, you know what? Honestly, the first song, Beautiful, that opens the show mm-hmm. is a fantastic number. You immediately get to see all of the ensemble. Everybody's on stage. There are 35 cast members, so the audience is going to be completely take it over by cast members and that number in itself i feel like we could get a standing ovation for because it's just that powerful 
Yes, and I've noticed on your social media some of the actors in it, mm-hmm. folks that I've known for years now through Waco Civic Theater. Oh, Let's cool. talk about your cast for Heather's. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we a lot of the cast are people that have been in previous shows that we've done. Mm-hmm. But I would say this is the, since this is our biggest show that we've done so far, there are people that have come from all over. We've got people that drive from Dallas every day, from Temple, from Colleen. We've had people that were out of state that auditioned for us. So just to see that Silent House is growing, you know, we're not, we are centrally located and we are here to support the Waco community, but people from outside of the Waco community are hearing about us. So what does it mean to an actor to, to be able to say, yes, I was in Heather's? Oh, it's that huge. It was performed in Waco through Silent House. Yeah. I mean, yeah. we've had, there were several people that contacted us saying, like working actors, right? They get paid for their work and they say, you know, because our goal is to pay people. We, of course, are not paying as much as we would like to eventually. Mm-hmm. That's so so this is a professional. Yes. So our goal is to pay our actors. Theater troupe. Yes. As a, I mean, Waco Civic Theater. I Right. It's more of expect. a Yeah, it's a volunteer yes, type. Yes, yes. And we are, our goal is to eventually be able to pay all of our actors something, right? Even if it's a small stipend. And, but we've had people that said to us, I don't care if I don't get anything. I just have to be a part of Heather's because Heather's is such a, a classic, a cult classic film and play. People just have to be a part of it. That's exciting. I mean, that really is exciting. So you have a a season, a full season already we planned. Do. Oh, yeah. So what what's coming after Heather's? Yeah. So after Heather's, we will have another classic called Crimes of the Heart. And that is a straight play. But it's, again, it's going to have that dark, twisted, silent house thing that we always strive for. That'll be at the Jubilee Theater. After that, we will debut a new work. Um, that is by a Waco playwright, and that will open at MCC. We'll be using their space. Then after that, we'll be doing a classic 1928 play called Mahinal. Now, Mahinal is a very dark show uh, that actually was um, Clark Gable's Broadway debut. Really? Which is very, I always loved That's thinking cool. about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Those kind of things are neat. Yes. And so that will be at the Waco Civic Theater. And mm-hmm. then we will have, we will end our season in October with Cabaret, which is going to be oh. a, which is going to be phenomenal, what I think. What good is sitting alone in your room? You could come... Hear the music play. Come hear it, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and then that will be at... Waco Civic Theater. Civic Theater yes. as well. Yeah, it's... Um, of course, it's it's kind of a different configuration than it had been. With it the, is, in the in round. In the round. Mm-hmm. So your thoughts about that? Oof, that is a tough question. <laughs> I, You know, I've been going to the Civic and performing at the Civic for a very long time yeah. before it transitioned. Working in the round is a different type of beast. Yeah. You know, we're putting shows that, like, Heather's is a natural proscenium, proscenium musical, it is meant to be a proscenium style stage. Mm-hmm. So Colin, who is directing it, has had to completely configure it into being blocked into the round, mm-hmm. which is very difficult, especially when you're dealing with the amount of people that we have. But, you know, we did Godspell there. We did Company at the Civic Theater. So Colin has had, Colin and others have had a lot of time to kind of get used to the space. And, um, you know, now we just kind of, we take it for granted, you know, we're so used to performing in the round, but it's very different. Oh, it's very, and it's different from the audience too, it is. perspective as well. And you have to be, I guess, very cognizant that not, you know, everybody's got to be able to hear you. I know they've, of course, they've gotten a nice grant and and at yes. the Wavix, Waco Civic Theater and gotten some uh, improvement to sound and so forth. But. It's very different, yeah. yes. And their sound, yes, they just got a new sound system uh, in January, I believe. And so 
uh, we're so excited to use it. Oh, that's good. Yes, it's brand new. So we are very excited to use it in Heather's. Yeah, yeah. So so what Silent House Theater is doing, using the Waco Civic, they, it's really not a part of the Waco Civic. No season or anything it's a, no. it's a whole new thing yeah yeah we're bringing which is something, wonderful yeah we're bringing something a little different to waco and waco is somewhat limited on space you know we don't have a lot of performing performing uh venues to perform plays mm-hmm. in you know it's mm-hmm. it's pretty limited and so we we approached the civic theater and they were happy to let us come in and use their space and work with them yeah just work around but because they've got a lot of productions oh they do yes i mean they They're are busy busy busy, busy mm-hmm. over there Absolutely. Yeah. Well, you do a lot of other things too, as well through Silent House, and that is mm-hmm. acting classes. Yes, we do. Let's I, talk about that. I'm a teacher. I teach acting lessons privately. We also do do group classes. Me and another, a couple of other of our um, our team members, we teach one on one acting lessons, or we've actually done a couple of parent and. Uh, child acting lessons they kind of do really? a duo yeah yeah we because also, the, i mean really central texas is becoming known for a, a wonderful place for young actors yeah. to get involved in in uh, productions and so forth Absolutely. certainly at the waco civic theater mm-hmm. but are, are you i know your, your plays are not really geared for kiddos so no, <laughs> too much not. to see so um <laughs> uh, you know how are you kind of addressing that with the, with the young people well you know uh, there are several. I would not say that any of our shows are children's shows. Right. But most, you know, you, when you see an adult show or when you see, even on TV, when you're watching a show that's geared towards adults, mm-hmm. there will be child actors in Well, them. usually, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And so there's always that opportunity for people who want to work with us that are children for, to come be involved and be in a show that's not necessarily a child, child show, show right. but they can work as a child in the show so mm-hmm. we also do on saturday mornings we do uh, acting classes for our special needs community here in waco do you really yes. so how did you get started with that you know it was just kind of a, a passion project uh, me and alex who i talked about mm-hmm. you know she works with the deaf and we both grew up with cousins that were involved in no limitations here in Waco, yeah. doing sports uh, for the special needs community, but there was nothing for theater. You know, there's no theater avenue for our special needs community. And so we kind of just started it. We uh, we decided we wanted to and reached out and a lot of our friends from Biddy and Bo's, the coffee shop, yes, they, right. they decided to come over and do acting classes with us. And it's really fun. That's neat. And we're going to, we're actually going to take kind of take things up a notch in the spring and, and really try to create a, a good curriculum for it. Excellent. I'm, I'm really, really proud of you for doing that. And um, we you know we've talked about your season this coming. Yeah. What's on the horizon? What are you thinking? What's in your your wish list of, of shows? That, oh, my gosh. Uh, probably a lot of them. huh? Yeah, there are so many. I mean, the ones that I've named off for the season, a lot of those were in my wish list. Yeah, they, those were big. Um, I actually. You know what? That is a great question. There are there are many. Oklahoma is a big one. Yeah. Uh, we we actually did a lot of us who are a part of Silent House grew up in the Waco Children's Theater with mm-hmm. Linda Haskett. Yes. And that is, I mean, I I adore Linda Haskett. We wouldn't be where we were at without the Waco Children's Theater at all. I know. And so I we we got to do Oklahoma for our last year when we were graduating seniors. And so we would love to bring Oklahoma back um, and do it the way it's meant to be done. It's Oklahoma is a classic. It's one of the very first of its kind, though, where because musicals went through a phase where they were just 
all flash. You know, there right. was never really any substance and until Oklahoma. It was mm-hmm. the first show that had these beautiful numbers and ballets. Dream sequences. The dream and, sequence, yeah. yes. But mm-hmm. also it was dark and strange. Yeah. And so our goal, we like to take shows that are like that. You know, we did The Crucible, which is that way, Mm -hmm. which is a classic show. But make sure people understand the dark, almost eerie parts of it. Yeah. Well, it's it's just such a rich uh, opportunity for you all as performers. Mm -hmm. And... um, and as you're really kind of founding and getting everything underway, you've, mm-hmm. you've had what a couple of years now under your belt, or you will soon. Yeah, soon. Well, we, I guess we actually started, we incorporated in October of 2021. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So it's so been. It's a new thing. It is. It's still very new. Yeah. I mean, and. I think about where we were this time last year. We were still, we, we felt like we were established, but we really weren't. And uh-huh. now at this point, because people are, no, they know about us and we kind of have our, we're a little bit more grounded now and kind of know what our, our goals are a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll- It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome to One Star Rewind, a new podcast about those dreaded one-star reviews that every business owner hates to receive, but yet every customer loves to read. During this podcast, we will peel back that one-star review to better understand how it happened, when it happened, and what the business owner is doing after receiving that one-star review. This podcast will be about love, hate, and laughter. On One Star Rewind, we will meet with real business owners who will tell their stories and how they do rely on reviews for their business. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or download us at roguemedianetwork.com. Please subscribe, but only rate and review for not a one-star review. Join us each time for a new review and a new story. This is Sarah. And I'm Carter. And this is Some of Our Thoughts. We're two Southern sommeliers, and we want to share everything we love and know about wine. We started hanging out during quarantine and cooking and drinking and listening to music, and we just thought this would be a great way to bring everything we know to you guys. We will make wine knowledge and food pairings easy and approachable. So put on your favorite vinyl, grab your favorite glass of wine, tune into our show, and let's have some fun. Wine Wine and vinyl. vinyl. (laughs) So check us out on roguemedianetwork.com or wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll be talking about a lot.
Frozen, Frozen, Heroes. Gonna tell you about Frozen, Frozen, Heroes. Gonna tell you about. Hey, I'm Zach. And I'm Mike. And we have a fantastic new podcast to tell you about Bros, Foes, and Heroes. It's the two of us looking into the world of comics, breaking down some characters that you may have never heard of and some that are just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, so Zach comes up with a character each time, and uh, I go into it just completely blind. I don't know who this person is or what their abilities are or anything, and and basically I guess we kind of go over their origin story and just some of the ridiculous stuff that maybe, especially Golden Age stuff. Oh, Golden Age stuff is always the best, and we will make sure to highlight all of the shenanigans and just absolute weirdness of everything that's right so subscribe today and uh, follow us on instagram at bros bows heroes and if you don't i know where you live not really but please subscribe (laughs) bros and bros and heroes gonna tell you about bros and bros and heroes gonna tell you about And we're back with Braden Brazil, who is one of the founders of Silent House Theater. It is a, a theatrical troupe, mm-hmm. a theatrical company that is uh, tonight premiering Heather's the Musical, yep. which is a lot of excitement about that. Uh, it's only a one weekend yes. run, right? Yeah, a Wednesday through a Sunday. Okay, but a lot of work involved. How, how long do you prepare before a given show? Do you give yourself, okay, we're going to have six weeks, that's it? Or I mean, how do you do that? So Colin and I are famous or maybe more infamous <laughs> for uh, rehearsing shows for way longer than most people do. We A lot of theater companies like to do four weeks of rehearsal or six. That's pretty quick. It, it is. We tend to err on the side of caution and do more like eight. We like to do eight weeks, especially for a musical that is this size. Yes. So as soon as we can get started, we get started. We People know Silent House. That's kind of part of our reputation is that we rehearse way too much. We rehearse all the time. We pretty much live at the theater. You know, if if rehearsal starts at 6.30, we're probably going to be there at 5.30. If it ends at 9, we'll probably be there till 10.30. Mm-hmm. We're just that, that's how we roll and we we enjoy that. We also, li- I live in a house filled with people I work with. We all live together and do life together. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of always rehearsing. And I was going to say, you're always running lines with somebody. Yes. And I mean, <laughs> right before I came here, I was outside working music and dance just mm-hmm. on the back porch. It's mm-hmm. kind of just what I do. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about you. You are from Waco. I am. Yes. And uh, went to school. Yes. I was at Lorena. I graduated uh, Lorena, from Lorena. From Lorena. Uh, of course, I know your grandmother. We worked at yes. WACO together mm-hmm. and just adore Pam. Oh, yeah. And I know she is pretty over the moon about you and so excited (laughs) about, you know, what you're doing. And um, so so tell me a little bit about how you kind of caught the acting bug. Did you always know you wanted to do this thing? I know you mentioned Linda Haskett in the children's uh, theater. Yeah. Was that just, oh, let's do this for fun or what? Yeah. I mean, I was friends with, I had a a friend that her mom was always trying to put her in different things around Waco. My Mm -hmm. mom never really pushed it. You know, if I didn't want to do, if me and my sister didn't want to do a sport, she didn't push it. Right. Um, Right. Like other parents would. And so this friend, the mom asked my mom if I wanted to do, children's theater camp with 
her. Right. It's good to have a buddy. Yes. And uh, and she was a lot shyer than me. And so it was a good match. And I went and I, I stuck. She didn't. She it wasn't her <laughs> thing. But she always came to all of my shows. And once I, I remember starting Children's Theater and I was eight. At, oh, with Waco Children's. Eight. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just loved it. I loved the people. I loved Linda. I mean, Linda is just, she has an ability to make every child feel so special. That's It's unbelievable. Wonderful. And I grew up there. I mean, every summer, every every fall show, every summer show, I was there, and there was really nowhere else I wanted to be. I tried cheerleading for one year, and it went really south because I just <laughs> wanted to be with my friends at theater. I'd rather be at theater. And then when I got to high school, I continued to do it, and that was when all of the friends that I'm that I do Silent House with now. That's when I met them. Was junior high and high school, and that was pretty much. I mean, we. We would get to the theater. We would rehearse all day. We would be spending the night at somebody's house afterwards. We would get up. We would do the same. We pretty much did theater all summer long. So in those days, did you have a, a favorite show, something that sticks out? That really, we did? Really proud of, yeah? Oh. Um, I know you've done a ton. I sure. have. Oklahoma sticks out. Yeah, yeah. I just loved that show. But the one that I probably had the most fun doing, we all did Grease. Oh Which gosh! It's just a blast. You what know, a fun show. It is. It's so fun. I love doing Greece. I played Marty in Greece, and because I wasn't a lead, I was a lead character, but I wasn't Sandy. Right? Mm-hmm. I had some way more fun. I mean, all because all of us were T birds and pink ladies, and sure. so we would just we were just we got so much creative expression and got to just be ridiculous as the T birds and the pink ladies are. So that show really sticks out. We also got to do. For a Christmas show, Colin and I got to play uh, George Bailey and Mary Hatch in It's a Wonderful Life. Oh, yeah. Which, that was a huge show for us as a as a unit. We got to really work together, and, and it was just beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, so much. There's just such a, a great body of, of work. There's so many wonderful plays yet to be. Yes. Yet to be staged. Yeah. And now Waco has another option for a theatrical group, yep. and I, I just think it's remarkable and wonderful. Got to have funding, though. I mean, how how are you working that oh, out? I mean, yes. there are ticket sales, obviously, but yeah, you, you've got to have more than that, I would think. Absolutely. You know, we we actually just launched a new membership program a couple of days ago. Uh-huh. So uh, we have, the community has an opportunity to give, if they would like, to become a Silent House member. So we've got all these different tiers, and if they want to give once a month, then we give them fun things back. So we actually, if they want to give $5 a month, they get access to a Silent House session, which is a podcast that only releases to those that that want to give once a month. And we've got a few different things, different tier levels that if they want to give and become a Silent House member. We also are big on our donors, you know, sponsors that we can get around town, local businesses that want to give back to mm-hmm. other local businesses. So that's pretty much where we're sitting. But we are, we are in desperate need of funding always. I mean, the arts is, it's notorious for not having enough money always. And, and so the goal is to be able to have enough funding and to actually be able to pay our actors like I talked about earlier. Our goal is to have, you know, people think that they can't, if they go to school here for theater, they graduated from Baylor, their first thought is, I got to get out of here mm-hmm. so I can make money. Our goal is to have them graduate from Baylor MCC and say, oh, I can stay and work for Silent House, work with Silent House and be a paid working actor. That would just be remarkable. Yes. So if any any donations, anything for the memberships, that's yeah. where that money is going is to 
pay our people. Oh, and you've got to have sets. You've got to have costumes. Yep. I mean, all that. Mm-hmm. It's expensive money, <laughs> but yeah. we're, we're pretty, you know, we're, we're somewhat scrappy. We, we find ways. <laughs> That's true. Always. Yes. Well, we, in fact, I, I met you guys at uh, something at Stay Classy Waco. Yeah, right? our gala. I think, yeah, it, it was uh, yeah, a little fundraiser kickoff yes. type thing and uh dave ennis was playing there yep. and that's where yeah mm-hmm. i i got to meet you guys and it was just so uh refreshing to see something new yep. with the amount of energy that you have yes. involved in it oh yeah and people are excited that we're here they are excited that there's a new group that is young and in and doing interesting things. I mean, there's there's not a huge market for theater in Waco. You know, it's still very small. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of on the ground floor of something that could eventually be huge. And I think the community's hungry for it. And I think the community wants to be involved and we, we need their involvement in order to survive another year. Well, and considering the arts, you know, theatrical arts being one aspect of it, music and, you know, visual arts, all mm-hmm. that kind of thing. It's it's just important for the quality of life in a community, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. It is it is you know, I would never say it's a necessity because there are natural necessities that we need. Yeah. However, I think for the good consciousness of a community, I think it's absolutely necessary. It really just takes the whole the whole consciousness of the community to the next level. Well, Silent House is really doing all kinds of <laughs> exciting things, yeah. and I am I am thrilled to uh, to say that your you know, next endeavor, which is Heather's the Musical, yeah, is uh, is is opening. Um, time is running short, but I like to end these visits with a little questionnaire similar oh. to the one the late great James Lipton would use on Inside the Actor Studio. You're mm-hmm. shaking your head like you've heard of that, yeah. but so is my take on it. What is your favorite word? Oh my gosh. My favorite word. Hmm. Aware. Very good. Yeah. Least favorite word. (laughs) Hmm. That's hard. I mean, there's some words I don't like. Let's see. Um, Nasty. Nasty. Okay. I've not heard. I don't know that I've heard that one before. (laughs) What turns you on creatively, spiritually, or emotionally? Mm. Something that, you know, we we do a thing at home because we all live together. (laughs) All of the silent house people Mm -hmm. will have a rehearsal, we'll have something, and then we go home and we sit on the back porch and we talk about it. And if there's nothing to talk about, that is a major turn off. So... I like interesting conversation. I want to be compelled in some way, even if it's a eerie, yucky feeling. I'm yeah. okay with that as long as it gives, gives me something to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So you've answered what turns you off then creatively. Right. Spiritually yeah. or emotionally. Mm-hmm. What sound do you love the most? Oh. There's a, in the beginning of Oklahoma, I've been talking about Oklahoma a lot. I don't mean to. That's a wonderful show. It is. There's a sound, the, the opening of the show is the song, Oh, What a Beautiful Morning. Sure. And there's a bird tweeting sound at the beginning. Or it's not even bird. It's just like a dun, 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 dun. And I just, I love that sound. And I loved it then. It would always make me tear up before I would go on stage. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Um, what sound do you hate? My alarm clock. <laughs> 
That's easy. (laughs) (laughs) I got that. All right. So what other profession would you like to try? And I assume you have a day job. I didn't even ask you about that. Yes, I do. I've got a couple. Um, So I work for Mission Waco. Uh I am their theater director over at Mission Waco. So I work several times a week. So you're very familiar then with Jubilee Theater. (laughs) I am. I'm very familiar. I work with their children. So I kind of get to scratch that itch of working with my kiddos with Mm -hmm. the Jubilee. So I teach several times a week and I also um, put on shows there. Right. And I also work for a uh, expert in psychotherapy. I'm her house manager. I do report writing and stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. jobs that are flexible, but also hard. Yeah, yeah, it sounds like it. So, so to ask the question, what profession, what other profession would you like to have tried? Mm. I, I wanted, I don't know, I've always wanted, and I actually applied and got in, but decided to stay because Colin and I were on the brink of being together, and I decided not to do it, and I'm glad I didn't. Uh-huh. However, I wanted to work at Disney World so bad. Really? <laughs> yes. yes. I wanted to be a performer, um... Yeah, at that Disney, would be fun. I, I just wanted to try it, even though mm-hmm. there's people that say they hate it, and there's people that say they love it. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I wanted to see it for myself. That was a big one. And then I wanted to join the Peace Corps for a long time. That was something big I wanted to do, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. I, I never thought I was going to stay in Waco, but I'm so glad I did. <laughs> well, I'm glad, too, as well. But what profession do you know you would not want to do? What job do you? I would be horrific at anything medical. Yeah, I would be really bad because <laughs> I, I never could do. I could never stand the blood drive at school. I would I faint at the sight of blood <laughs> when I ta- when my blood is getting taken. I faint. That's I right. Mean, I just don't look. Just don't. Yep. look. I mean, even the feeling I can't handle. Yeah. So anything science or math related was bad, but definitely <laughs> the medical field. I've I've heard that from other people. <laughs> I mean, we're grateful for doctors. Oh, hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. Well, finally. Um, what do you want to hear God say to you when you arrive at the pearly gates? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Um, I guess I would want him to say something along the lines of, um, This is going to sound deeper than I think I want it to, but something like I'm you didn't you didn't have to search so hard for me. I was right there all along. A lot of my time has been spent wondering about God and oh what do I what do I need to know and I think that in the reality God is just there. So, this kind of an overwhelming piece of you didn't have to do all of that. You're good. <laughs> good. Thank you. Thank Brighton. you. Brazil, this has been so much fun and I appreciate your time. Um Silent House Theater. How can folks get in touch with you? I know you have a Facebook presence. We do. Um, and and how, how can they to get tickets or, or whatever? Yeah, absolutely. Go to our website at silenthousetheater.com. Or if for, for Heather specifically, you can go to wacocivictheater.com mm-hmm. and get tickets there. But you can do either one. You can find us at our Instagram handle at Silent House Waco. Or on Facebook at SilentHouseTheater.com. You can also find us at t- on TikTok as well. That's our, our new venture is TikTok. <laughs> Silent House Theater just doing so many amazing things. Yeah. Brayden, thank you. Thank you. All the best to you and Colin and the whole troop. And uh, I know we're just going to be hearing more and more from you guys. Yeah, I hope so. I appreciate yeah. that. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for being with us as well. Join me again for another edition of Central Texas Life. Bye-bye. Central Texas Life with Ann Harder is part of the Rogue Media family. Be sure to check out our other shows at roguemedianetwork.com. Please rate this show five stars on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcasts. 
Join us again soon for more Central Texas Life with Ann Harder.